It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, it's Simon Marcel. Welcome to The Rendezvous. It's Mother's Day weekend. So first of all, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers, including my mom, Elizabeth, who made me years ago and who's in Paris, and I love her so, so much. So I had decided what can I do for Mother's Day weekend? What kind of surprise could I do for you? So I have a special guest, a mother of six, actually. She has six kids, and also she has another title, Besides Supermom, it's Queen of Pop, and her name is Madonna. So I'm going to be interviewing her in the next hour. You want to stay with me, and you don't want to miss this unique interview of Madonna. That's next. Bonjour, Madonna. <laughs> Bonjour. Tu parles... Ça va? Bonjour, ça va et toi? Non, je suis très, très, très fatiguée. Tu es très fatiguée. You're very tired. Well, I hope I can bring back the energy in the Queen of Pop. Uh, Madonna, I'm extremely excited to have you on my show, The Rendezvous, here I've seen you for the first time in 1987 au Parc de Sceaux. I don't know if you remember the Who's That Girl. Oh, wow. That was a crazy show. Oh, fantastic. C'était un show fantastique, madame. It was amazing. And that's when I discovered you really yeah. live. And I was amazed. I was fascinated, infatuated. And let me tell you, me and all my friends, all the French boys, I mean, Madonna... On a beaucoup pensé à toi. We've been thinking a lot about you <laughs> ever since. Um, you uh, uh, launched a new album on June 14, Madame X, and you have a new tour coming up starting September 12, right? Uh, yeah, yes. I think so. Yes. I don't know the calendar is going to be, but you probably know more than I do. Uh, I do. I know you start in New York September 12, and you're going to be in my hometown in Chicago mid-October, and I cannot wait to see you. This time, it's a theater tour. It's not like the, the big shows I've seen in the past with you. What made you choose the theater tour format? Well, I think uh, I really, I've, I mean, I've been touring for three decades now, mm -hmm. maybe more. Mm -hmm. I've lost track. Um, and, I, and I wanted to do something different. I've, as you say, you saw, the sh you saw that show in, yeah, in a park. I did. And it was what it was, it was like... I don't know. There was 130,000 people, there. 100, people at the, the Parc des Sceaux. 130,000 people. Yes. And I've played insanely huge crowds, stadiums, um, coliseums, sports arenas, festivals, you name it. And mm -hmm. I, I've had a handful of experiences uh, playing in small theaters. And those, well, the big shows are also like take your breath away and can, you know, yeah. I don't know if you saw the Freddie Mercury uh, movie. Of course. Um, where he plays Live Aid, which I also played. Mm -hmm. And you look out over the sea of people, and they're all chanting your, you know, the words to your song, and you, you unified the masses in such a huge way. It's, it's, um, you really do get the idea that music brings people together. But I also liked, whenever I've played very small venues, I've loved the intimacy of being so close to people that, They can hear you breathe. They can see your sweat. You can look into their eyes. You can have a moment to stop and actually talk to people. Mm -hmm. um, something just, I wanted to do something completely different and almost like a gift to my fans. And for, I wanted people to focus on the words to my songs, a mm -hmm. lot of my new songs, and even some of my old ones. Absolutely. Without all the fireworks. Without all the fireworks. Um, without the hot dog stand. <laughs> and the smell of popcorn sometimes in American stadiums. Yes, exactly. Stay with me. Madonna and I will be right back. So, Madonna, I, I listen to Medellin over and over, and I love it. I think it's extraordinary what you've done. Uh, and there is a, a line which I think is very poetic, and I would like to ask you this. You said, if you took a pill and had a dream, 
and you went back to you at 17, right? You said that. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give to the 17-year-old Madonna that you were now that you know life better? I think I've managed my life pretty well considering the uh, roller coaster ride that fame has been because fame is you know, not something that you can ever prepare yourself for. Mm-hmm. Just like having children isn't something you can prepare yourself for. You never know what, how it's going to work out. And there isn't really a rule book. I would say I would say more, you know, to, to get through it all and, and to not have feel so up and down about, to not care so much about approval and what people think and to not take things personally. I have more questions for Madonna, so stay with us. We'll be right back. Madonna, tu es une très belle femme, a very beautiful woman, those blue eyes, those oh, red lips. Thank you. Très, très belle I femme. I get that. Yeah, so, and so one beauty tip for all my women listeners, they're all going to ask me this. One beauty tip for my women listeners. I can give you two. I mean, I, I can give you three. One I don't do enough of, but not drinking and not smoking is, uh, mm-hmm. is a big one. Yeah, I, I don't drink either, so I've never it, it ruins It ruins you <laughs> from the inside out, and I've seen it and watched it on many people. Me too, Madonna. I've the seen. The third is sleep, and I don't sleep enough. You don't sleep I enough. Think I, I might be cuter if I slept more. You, listen, nobody's cuter than you, Madonna. I, from from the first show <laughs> I've seen to what I've seen, I mean, les yeux bleus, those blue eyes. Oh la la. Okay. <laughs> oh, Next, thank you. It's true. I mean, listen, I'm a Frenchman. I know what I see. I got more questions for you, Madonna. So stay with me. I'm here with Madonna. You have an extraordinary creativity and, and energy, Madonna. I don't know any woman like you, obviously, but I've, I am fascinated you never, by... You never will. And I never will. That's why I can't wait to see you in Chicago when you come. <laughs> I can have a closer you know, look and feel with you, so I can't wait for this. But uh, where does it come from, Madonna? This 30 years, almost 40 years, of constantly touring new songs, hits after hits. I mean, where do you get that inside your mind or your heart? Where is that coming from? I just, I think it's from... Being a curious, I've always been a curious person. I've always been hungry for knowledge. Mm-hmm. And it is that search to find new things, to learn more about the world, whether it's politically, philosophically, artistically, um, learning about new styles of music, dance, fashion, uh, being a mother, seeing life through my children's eyes, all of those things have kept me going and inspired me. Always putting myself in new Uh, situations, trying risk-taking, and um, something new and unexpected always comes out of new collaborations and putting yourself in new environments. Moving to a new city, for instance, I moved to Lisbon Mm -hmm. um, so my son could play soccer, and I had no intention of, you know, making a record, and I did because I met all these amazing musicians. So, and it was that risk-taking or that curiosity to do something different that provoked creativity so you have to keep pushing yourself yourself. you don't have to you do whatever you want to do i mean there's no rules to being an artist but that's how it works for me okay well it has worked fabulously uh quick question about romance do you believe in love at first sight Mm, i feel like you can have a, a deep you can feel a deep connection with somebody at first sight i'm not sure and there are levels to love you know you can have a a deep soul level and then You could just be like pure physical desire, you know, and time tells whether it's real love or not, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Madonna, we're going to take a very quick break. Uh, Some things are getting juicy. (laughs) Yes, we'll be right back.
And Madonna, I just want to ask you one last question. Mother's Day is coming. Okay. What, what is Mother's Day at your house, at Madonna's house, for that special day? What is it going to be like? Oh, God, I get to have all my kids with me. And I get to have a day off. And they, we just hang out. We don't have a plan or a schedule. And I don't work. Do you cook? And they... Ooh, I don't. I should. I did. I did promise my daughter Lola for her birthday that I would cook for her. Okay. That's how rare it happens. <laughs> so, okay. There, there, there's a possibility I might do that. I, I think you should. A little French cuisine would be wonderful. Madonna, merci beaucoup. Thank you so much for being on the rendezvous and good luck with you too. Je vous en prie. Merci, Madame. Au revoir, Madonna. Et merci beaucoup. Au revoir. Au revoir, Madonna. Now you can just go to Madonna.com to get her album, tickets, and everything else. I'll be right back. What a great interview. I mean, I, I'm very honored what just happened. You can imagine, I mean, Madonna is just like top, top, top people I look up to, and, and she's one of them. So uh, thank you so much to Madonna and her team for and my team to make all this happen. Uh, if you've missed some of this interview, just pick it up on my website. All you need to do is go to therendezvousshow.com. We're going to post the whole full interview. So if you've missed any of my questions, and most importantly, her answers, just go there. You're going to have all Madonna and what she has to say. So now, after all that talk with Madonna, I'm in the mood for love. You have a love story? Do me a favor. Call me now, 855-905-8255. I'm here. 855-905-8255. Chiara, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Chiara. Welcome to The Rendezvous. So I want to know that romantic story that, that happened abroad. What happened? Okay, so this was after high school. I was kind of a a late bloomer, so I still hadn't had my first boyfriend, and I took Mm -hmm. a gap year between high school and college, and I went to um, the Himalayas. I just traveled all through East Asia. Yeah, it was magical. I I went with this group. (laughs) There were eight of us traveling for four months together with, like, two chaperones, (laughs) and one of the guys was just (laughs) so cute. Um, And, like, funny, nerdy, sweet, awkward, and um, <laughs> halfway through this trip, we, you know, the tension was building between us, because, you know, they'd pair us off or, like, doing projects or going around uh-huh. together, and we'd always, like, hope to be paired together, and we went on this trek through the Himalayas for 14 days, and I'm not mm-hmm. a very good hiker, so it was a big challenge for me, <laughs> and halfway through this trip, I'm, like, sweaty and, like, tired and dirty and like haven't showered in a week and this guy just like makes the moves on me (laughs) like in this high mountain village and I just couldn't believe it like for someone to think I was beautiful and attractive Uh you know without makeup without showering it was I don't know there was something about that that was just magical so I just how did he make the move how did the move happen what was the move I mean, it was sort of slow. It, like, trickled through the day. It would, like, hold my hands and make jokes and kind of, like, you know, like how guys flirt yes. when they're younger by, like, little shoves and push and joking and, like, running back and forth along the trail. And then that evening, we were staying, like, all together in this, like, little cabin in our sleeping bags. And we ended up right next to each other. And um, he just sort of reached over and, like, in the dark, very quietly kissed me. I think we all have a story like this, not in the Himalaya or the mountains, but I was listening to you, it reminisce one of my story too. So thank you so much for sharing that story because I mean, those first feelings are so precious when we're younger, right? That 
I don't know, there's an excitement that is, is so poetic and romantic. So thank you so much, Kara, for sharing that story in the mountains of Himalaya. God knows, <laughs> it's a good one. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on the show. I love your you, show. <laughs> thank you so much for listening and hand calling. Have a good night. You too. I'm going to tell you my own little story because something happened. I just remember that just right now, listening to Kiara, something similar and different happened with my first, first love, Christabel. So stay with me. I'm going to tell you that personal story next. Do you remember your first crush and love in love in high school or college? Do you remember that story? Here's mine. So it started in high school, actually. I, I fell in love with this beautiful brunette, Christabel, with brown eyes, first of the class, the best student by far, a cutie. And we're in a place, in a, in a college called École Alsacienne. That was the name of my school. And uh, I was so shy. I've never kissed anybody. I've never held hands to anybody. I was like totally shy, totally goofy, zero experience. And then you start to feel in love. And that feeling is, I don't know if you felt like that. I felt like my heart was going to explode. And then one day, um, we kissed. And after that, about a month later, we had this trip. And in this trip, it was a trip to Paris to Rome, Roma, Italy. And something happened very magical one night during that trip in Italy between me and her. Stay with me. I'm going to tell you what happened that night. So here's what happened in that train between Paris and Roma, between me and my then-girlfriend, Christabel, who was my first love in the high school, and we fell in love. I promised her on the long train ride from Paris to Roma, Italy, that I would come give her a goodnight kiss, which was very daring and risque because I was in one cabin with the boys, she was with the girls, and you can imagine there was teachers in between. But I don't know, French teachers were asleep or something because I sneaked in. And I sneaked in around, I don't know, about uh, three in the morning, opened casually the door. She was on the upper bed. And I said, Christabel. And she said, ah, oh, Simon, you're here? And we French kissed and all that. And then I left. And to this day, even tonight, when I think of that kiss and the humming of the train and that we were able to do this, puts a smile on my face. Anyway, something to never forget. I guess you have a story like that too, probably. Uh, you call the next, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Any question? Call me. Andrea, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good, good. Thank you so much for calling. So what is the question I can help you with? Okay, so I have been dating a new guy for about the last two months, and things have been going extremely well. He's such a gentleman. We're having a great time. We're going on good dates. And so I wanted to know, when do we move to the next phase, like the ooh-la-la? When is it too soon, or should we wait a little longer? I see. So let me ask you this. Do you feel the ooh-la-la desire, or you just want to do it because you're afraid he's going to go. So if it was just up to you, do you want to have ooh-la-la with this guy or not? Eventually, but not right now. But, you know, okay. I'm starting to but not you know, think right about now. it more because it's, you know, we're dating and now we're starting to, you know, hang out. You know, we'll come to each other's homes and, like, cook dinner together. And, you know, I just, I would wait a little while longer if it was up to me. 
Have you guys, I don't know, like smoochy doochy, like we say back in high school? Have you, have you, have you kissed? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've kissed, but he's a real gentleman, so he's not pushing me or saying anything, making comments. You know, we're just kind of letting things flow. But some of my girlfriends are like, hey, listen, he's not going to wait around forever. I'm like, okay. oh, Lord. Okay, Andrea, but here's how it goes in my book. Uh, it's just that if you don't feel it, don't do it. And you told me clearly, right now, I'm not thinking that I'm ready for ooh-la-la with this guy. So unless you are ready, you are, there is no reason to have any ooh-la-la. The worst you can do is pretend and have ooh-la-la just to think, oh, my God, he's not going to leave me. But if he's really into you, he's not going to you know, leave you because you don't have the full ooh-la-la now. So just go with the flow. But first and foremost... Always respect your feelings, your sensation, your intuition. Man, you're the best, Simon. Thank you. That's exactly <laughs> I don't what know. I'm going to do. I'm going to wait. You should wait. Absolutely. Until you feel it, there is no ooh happening. Period. Okay? Got it. Yes. All right. Thank you, Simon. You're most welcome. Good luck to you and have a good night. Thank you. Stay with me. More Rendezvous is next. Thank you so much for listening tonight to The Rendezvous. Thank you so much to Madonna, who was with me just a, a little bit ago. And, and by the way, if you've missed some of my interview with Madonna, you just can catch it on my website, therendezvousshow.com. The whole interview will be there. It's a special day. It's Mother's Day weekend. And God knows we all love our mothers. And so I want to wish all the moms in the world a very happy Mother's Day. I want to thank all the mom for making us. I want to really, including my own wonderful mother, Elizabeth, which I think of every day. She's in Paris with my dad, obviously, but, you know, I love her with all my heart. Thank you so much for being with me tonight. I'll be back on Monday with more of The Rendezvous. If you miss me or if you miss Madonna, go check out my website and interview, therendezvousshow.com. Happy Mother's Day weekend. Thank you so much. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.